And we are already at Tuesday. Counting them down. Nothing really to look forward to this weekend, though. I, I guess it's to look forward to a weekend off. If you want to get on the bike and go ride, there's no motocross to watch this weekend. And we come back with a vengeance on July 1st. We not only go to Redbud for a great round of pro motocross, but we will get World Supercross round one coming in as well from the UK. Uh, Birmingham is where they are going to be having that first round of World Supercross. So we're going to have a little mellow weekend this weekend, the calm before the storm, and then it is back to banging it. And I can't wait. going to be very, very exciting. Coming up in moments, I am very excited about an interview that I did on Saturday, and it is Mr. Kenny Roxon right after his amazing performance out there at High Point. And you're like, I'm putting too much shine on it. No, I'm not. These dudes have all been preparing for a while. They've been racing now for a month and preparing, preparing. Kenny Roxon, you'll hear in this interview, the guy made the call, got the bike out, dialed it in, I think rode like a day and then said, okay, pack it up, let's send it up, and we're going to go race. And that's what he did. And then he got a second overall and damn damn near won the first moto. Had a drop and that cost him. But great time. We will talk to Kenny. And I, I like he's just having fun. I like where he is in his career. And he's still proved that he is he's the only guy that's challenged Jet Lawrence this freaking summer so far. And the guy just got on a bike. So... Kenny, I think, could be your outdoor champion if he would have committed to this season. I truly believe that. But anyway, here we are. It is uh, the motocross season, and we will get down with him. And then if you missed our interview with Jet Lawrence yesterday, that'll be in the middle of the show today. And then I'm going to get into a whole bunch of stories because that's what I do. I talk uh, shenanigans. I talk about, well, stupid things because I'm kind of stupid. And it wouldn't be a stupid shred show if I didn't have a what the Florida, would it? No, it would not. In fact, I got a couple stories out of Florida and one very, 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 very political. And I'm... It's interesting because what it basically said is they pulled the most patriotic states in America, at least patriotic states in America. But they wanted to take that. And we've all known, like, the, the crutch of the right is when someone you start to argue with someone from the left, you say, well, you hate America. And it's true, they do, but they take that personally. And then the crutch of the left, when you argue with someone on the right, they're like, well, you're a racist. And, and that might be true, too. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. I've worn that label fine and proud for the longest time. I've been called a racist every time I disagreed with a liberal. I'm like, then I guess I'm racist. If that's what makes me racist, I, for disagreeing with you, then yeah, I definitely, definitely am. But... So someone tried to write this story and they tried to steal the thunder back and show that liberals are more, well, uh, patriotic than than the right-wingers. And it's funny. And the spin on this story, and then I'm like, why would you do this? Why would you go this far? Because we all know it's not true. And then I will tell you why. And it shows you, once again, how in the bag for the left the media is. And... and technology companies and all of it. It's it's pretty cool. You know what? I'll do that right before we talk to Kenny Rocks and I'll get into this story. Because it's something. And then I got a guy that should be a What the Florida story, but it is not. It is a What the Louisville, Kentucky story. And this is like, are you... Like, how high and stupid was this dude? And then I have a study out of India that should have never been a study. There's things that... 
you learned from a study that I already knew and you already knew and people that knew nothing about this study already knew. And, well, it baffles me of why they would do that. Uh, what else do I have? I have um, who's the greatest jello shot champion college in America right now. And just so you know, there's only a few colleges in it. But one is hands down whooping ass on everyone else in the study. And then I'll close out with another what the Florida story about a woman that got a traffic stop on her. Uh, and, you know, she's very Florida traffic stop and she was on a bicycle. We'll cover that. And I do have a little UFO update I'll throw in there too. Not huge, so I won't do it next. But up next, we're going to talk to Ken Roxon from the Progressive HEP Suzuki team. And we'll do that right after a few songs right here on a 4-9. Big 49, it is a stretch show, and right now it is time to sit down with the man of the day. He came in second place overall today at High Point, but I gotta tell you, freaking saved the season in my eyes, because it really made it interesting, and it was great to see him back on a motocross track for the first time this season. Also for the first time in a very long time aboard a Suzuki, and that would be Mr. Kenny Roxon of that HEP Progressive Suzuki team. Congratulations on the finish, Kenny. But let's talk about that first moto. You looked like you had it. You looked like you were going to take off with it. Jet had gone down. There wasn't much time left, and then uh, it, something got away from you, and you went down and, and then ended up not being able to get right back up and at him, so Walk us through that whole situation because it was kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I went down there and um, <clears throat> obviously we had a good battle and the track was a brutal one to come back to yeah. for the first one, you know. True. Um, but we had a bunch of lappers and uh, I tried to pop out of the rut and, and just kind of tucked the front in and, and went down and right. I was uphill and stuck in the ruts and I had a really hard yeah. time finding neutral. Yeah. And when I did find neutral, every time I kicked it, it popped back out. So I, I just definitely was a little bit on the struggle bus there, which was a bummer, but... I ultimately just came here to kind of like give the fans what they wanted to see, you know, and I'm, I'm nice. happy that I did that tonight. Yeah. Obviously, Jet's been on one and um, he got the job done again today, but at least I was able to lead some laps and uh, put up a little bit of a fight. But yeah. the track was something else. Um, there's so much to talk about because I really I only had two days of motocross this week. I did a couple <laughs> of motos on Monday and I, uh, I tested for a half a day on yeah. Wednesday and off we went. So <laughs> wow. for that, yeah. showing up and having this muddy mess out there we uh yeah i think we had an amazing day at progressive x-star suzuki team they, they they threw all this whole thing together real quick for me yeah. and uh we were easy upping it right next to them and uh, wow. yeah. i mean it, it was just it was an awesome day especially ripping the whole shot in the second one and yeah. uh yeah I, I was felt like i was ripping in the beginning but I, I had some shitty lines actually once jet passed me i kind of copied his lines a little bit and that that helped me out a bit for sure all right let's talk about your tire kenny most people are running a scoop tire today you were running uh like a hybrid tire it's like a, a cutout knobby in the back and then a traditional knobby in the front well why why do you run that because seems like there's so much i don't want to be disrespectful there's so much monkey see monkey do out there with the tires when it comes to the starting gate and, and here you were running the hybrid which was a little different than everybody else um i personally i never i've never really liked the scoop tire i okay. i like to rail ruts and and lean the bike over and i just yeah. i don't feel comfortable with the scoop it feels all tall on the rear and <laughs> i feel like the carcass is kind of stiff and yeah, I get it. um i just i've never liked it. i don't think the bike turns as well okay. and, and so I, I tend to lean towards the the self-cut one and we change the 
change it up a little bit for the second. Um, but obviously the scoop tire on the start, especially when it's deep, yeah. you know, that's when it, when you don't have it, it can get you. But I, I, I really didn't understand today when it was such a muddy mess. Yeah. In the past rounds, last three rounds, they groomed, they groomed the whole start straight, and that the one time we needed it today, they didn't. I didn't really understand what the reasoning was behind that because I felt like it would have been a lot safer if they would have just. You know, take the dozer, push some of the mud off, and then tilt a little bit, and, and yeah, because the ruts, like they, like those guys said, they were gnarly yeah. coming out of there, and then, you know, a lot of sawdust and just big, deep, muddy mess. So yeah. it was interesting for sure. All right, Kenny, uh, you had some great results today, and like you said, not even really on the bike, not even getting much time to train and get your act together for outdoor and here you are with a stellar performance jet has not been challenged like this all season long and does this change your thought on you know maybe doing more outdoor events racing more motocross events uh, when you can this summer or is it something where you just you know wanted to come out here and uh you know have some fun but yet be highly competitive as hell because you were um honestly not really like when i decide to do something i want to go race when the gate drops like i don't want to look like an idiot out there right so i want to do good and then it's like what adam said earlier on a track like today if you wander just a little bit i mean i made a lot i felt like i made a lot of mistakes that i usually don't but this track was really difficult to ride completely mistake free yeah so um there was there was no cruising around and just for fun or whatever, you know. Yeah. I wanted to. I want to do good when I'm out there, and um, okay. yeah, like I said, this was this was a very short notice, short decision, <laughs> and I, yeah. I might jump in for a couple more down the road here. I, I'm nice. not 100% sure. The cool thing is right now I can kind of pick and choose, and um, I wanted to do this as, as of course, first and foremost, a fun thing. Yeah. Because uh, I, I like racing, and I've had a few weeks off, and I, I had the itch. So. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, but other than that, gate drops, we're racing, we're, I, I want to do good, of course, I want to have fun, but that's kind of been my mindset this entire Supercross season as well, like, I wanted to go out there and have fun and, and yeah. be into what I'm doing and, yeah. and work with the team and, and be open-minded, and yeah. I've kind of just kept that same mindset coming into this one as well. All right, Kenny, I know you're heading off to do the World Supercross and to defend your championship over there. But are you going to be doing any more, like, outdoor testing and prep, like, in the next week or so before you head over there? Or uh, is this just like, all right, I had some fun and I got to get ready for World Supercross? Um, well, but for next weekend, um, I did buy a beach house, so I'm probably going to nice. go surf and <laughs> hang out, put my toes in the sand. and. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I want to stay prepared. Like, I've actually been using this time to yeah. try and get a next level, and I've been making working out a little bit of my hobby so uh cool. i've just been having fun with that and it's been really nice these last few weekends just to be home be with the family and put in some work and ride and um i've been loving that that side of things so i'm excited for what's to come here in the near future and uh, like i said i i might want to race some more outdoor races as well so kind of right race ride some supercars ride some motocross and you know, kind of play it by ear. Very nice, man. Well, congratulations on a spectacular result today uh, for a dude that's really had no time doing outdoor, no testing whatsoever, just kind of jumped on the bike, brought it out here, and raced and really put it down. So very cool to see. Anxiously looking forward to the next time you can get back out here on a pro motocross track and collect some more points and watch you move on up that uh, ladder in points for the 
Super Motocross season. There's so much going on, and we're very excited about it. Going to be a very fun summer uh, watching you, my friend. So thank you for the time. We appreciate you. Best of luck in the coming uh, Pro Motocross races and, of course, in the World Supercross as well. I am Stretch. This is the Big 49, your home of Moto Rock Extreme. The Man Urge. Yesterday, a submarine with five people on board that was used by a company to take tours of the Titanic wreckage out in the Atlantic Ocean uh, went down with the Titanic, and it looks like there's going to be no survivors. One of the passengers aboard was a billionaire out of the UK, and they don't yet know what went wrong, and they have not yet recovered the submarine, but it is definitely missing, and they are presumed dead. Child star freakout alert. This time it is Amanda Bynes again. Remember, she went off the rails after her child stardom on Nickelodeon and had psychiatric issues and addiction issues. And then she seemed like she got her life back on path and her parents even released her from a conservatorship that they had on her. And then last uh, month they found her walking around naked in downtown LA, put her on a psych hold but that seemed like a one-off incident and everything was still fine. And then yesterday, the LAPD hauled her off again in handcuffs on another 5150 psych hold. So things are not going great right now for actress Amanda Bynes. You know, singer Adele, how she used to be kind of a big girl and now she's all hot and fit and everything. Well, she says she wears Spanx when she's on stage and that they're so tight that basically she sweats like crazy in them and then the sweat can't go anywhere. It's trapped inside the Spanx because they're like, you know, contouring, trying to make you look skinnier. And because of that, she's developed jock itch. That's right. She said it herself. She said, I got jock itch like an athlete because she's got like sweaty balls, but she doesn't have balls. She's got like sweaty cooter jock itch. That's kind of crazy, Adele. The Man Entertainment with Stretch. Big 49. It is the Stretch Show here on a big old Tuesday show. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for telling five friends. We appreciate the hell out of you. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're on Twitter too, but I rarely post on Twitter. Rarely, rarely, rarely put stuff up there. Uh, Moto Man, if you're a gearhead and you're super into dirt bikes and builds and all that stuff, Moto Man is your dude, and he runs the Facebook page, and there's a lot of that on Facebook, and he likes to uh, start He likes to start crap in, in Moto Nerd World, whereas like I like to start crap just in general in life, just create mayhem and carnage everywhere that I go. It's kind of a mission of mine. See how much crap I could stir just for no reason. I learned that from my ex-partner, the great Jamie White. <laughs> I learned it can be productive, yet can also be very detrimental to your personal life. But hey, who's who cares? This show ruins lives, and that's the words of uh, wisdom that I live by. This show ruins lives, and you just go for it, because it's better to be entertaining than to not be entertaining. So I uh, subscribe to that theory very much. And I love that lady, even though uh, she could be crazy at times. Just saying. We're still tied. I still love her. I'm just going to say that. All right, Tampa, Florida. I told you I was going to tell you how the media is in the bag for the left, and we all know that. But I saw this article, and it was like, hey, did you know that blue states are way more patriotic than red states? And I'm like, well, that's not true. It's not true. And they're like, we have a study that proves it. And it's a company, a tech company called WalletHub. So, all right, I'm suspicious, right? I, I see who's doing the study. 
and I see the results that I don't think could possibly happen. And I'm like, well, what are the criteria they have out there? Because then that might show me how they drew this conclusion. It's so weird. So they say uh, they looked at both military and civic engagement, whatever that means, with data that included military enlistees, veterans, and a number of adults who voted in the last election. And the study found that blue states, and then they even backpedal, the blue states are, well, slightly more patriotic than red states. Well, we, we know this is false. And then this is where I'm like, what's the point of doing this? Because we all know this is not true. And then I look at their results and their results prove their study isn't true. So what are they getting at here? Why are they writing this article? And you know, other outlets will run with it because they want anything to make the right look bad. Well, there's one right member that they are terrified of right now. Uh, uh, the arrogance of the left, they think Donald Trump is done. They think they've got him on an indictment. He won't be able to run and he's done. So they're zeroing all guns on Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who, if Trump's out, is your dude in the Republican Party. He's going to win the nomination. So they're zeroing in on him and they say, in fact... Florida was ranked uh, the fifth least patriotic state in the union. And it had the lowest volunteer rate, according to our study at Wallet Hub. And you're like, all righty. So this was a smear on Florida to get at DeSantis. I smear Florida all the time, and I'm a fan of DeSantis. I think Florida's got crazy people. I don't hold that against freaking DeSantis. I do hold California being left-wing nutjob against Gavin Newsom because I grew up here when it wasn't like this and it was a great state and it was of a fair and balanced like Fox News used to be. <laughs> so let's get into their study. So after they go to the Big Dog and Pony show and they point out and highlight that Florida is the fifth most unpatriotic state, they go into the least patriotic states. Number one was Arkansas. That is a red state. But number two is a blue state, Massachusetts. Number three is a blue state, Rhode Island. Number four is a blue state, New York. And then Florida is at number five on there. And by the way, New York and Florida are, and Massachusetts are massive populations. So when you do, if it's at a per capita average, they don't tell you the criteria they did. But the fact that the glowing blue states, I will tell you, Massachusetts and New York are very, very, very big blue states. And there's more red states than blue states when you break it down. So that's how I knew their math was wrong. I'm like, just by numbers, the red states will win this unless all unless the list was stacked with the most patriotic states are all blue states. All right, Virginia is a switch hitter. They're the most patriotic state, but that's also where most of the military is based. Montana is a red state. It comes in at number two. Alaska is a red state. It comes in at number three. North Dakota is a red state. It comes in at number four. And then Maine is, I'm pretty sure, a blue state, and that is number five as the most patriotic states. So the least patriotic states is loaded the top five with blue states, and the most patriotic states are loaded with red states in the top five and their study is how the blue states are more patriotic and they shoot themselves in the foot this entire article was written to take a shot at DeSantis 
and that his state's not patriotic. And it's just like so stupid. But you got to read between the lines when you see this stuff because they will not stop. These people are Satan, man. They are Satan. They lie and they lie and they lie and they concoct a truth that is not the truth and is not factual on anything they say and do. And this is just another example of it. When I read the story, I'm like, this is bizarre. Because we all know Democrats hate America. The proof, look at it right now. Look at the state America's in and look who's running it. Proof is in the pudding, boys. All right, coming up next, I'm going to tell you a story about a guy that should be from Florida, but he's not. He's from Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. And we're going to talk about this. This guy, uh, he had a screw loose, or 12. Now he's got no screws. Yeah, get into this story next. It's a doozy. I'm stretch. It's the Big 49. Big, 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 big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Time to take a look at the championship points in the 250 class. Even though he got docked seven points for jumping on a red cross flag on Saturday, Hunter Lawrence stays dominant with 175 points. Hayden Deegan moves up to number two with 147. RJ Hampshire is at 133. Joe Shimoda in fourth at 129. And Justin Cooper, who was in second place last week, drops all the way to number five after missing the race this weekend after that crash during qualifying at high point that left him with some injuries. We'll see how long he's going to be out. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Oh, boy, it is time to talk about a complete idiot. Well, he's a dead idiot now. I shouldn't talk bad about the dead, but when you're an idiot, you're an idiot, and you're dead because you're an idiot. Let's call it what it is. Dumbasses eat bullets from the police. Here's what happened. So we're in Louisville, Kentucky. And a... I haven't backed this up around 1.30 p.m. over the weekend. So that's the middle of the day. You got two police officers just sitting in their car. And, you know, cops are sitting there. Sometimes cops will just sit there and watch a situation, see if anything pops off that they need to pay attention to or wait for a radio call. They don't have to necessarily be cruising around. They can sit and watch an area or a street or a neighborhood. Well, they're in their car and they're sitting. Maybe they were having lunch. It doesn't say. Maybe they were having a donut. I'm, I'm down with popo jokes. But uh, here they are. They're just sitting there, you know, minding their own business. They're the popo. They're kind of hard to miss when they're the popo. And a young man rolls up and he says, pulls his gun out and he tries to carjack two freaking police officers in their car. Yeah. Here's how it goes. He was a wanted individual with the fugitive unit. Uh, and they were looking for it. And he was arrested after turning himself in. After he was wanted for a connection in, in, in an involvement in a non-fatal shooting. So this guy had been involved in a shooting. And they were looking for him. When I guess he decides, all right, I'm going down, so I'm just going to go up and show you how gangster, loked out, crazy uh, OG I am, and I'm going to carjack the police 
and now I'm going to take their car and go out and I, I blaze a glow. I don't know what he does because he doesn't get the car. You know what happens when you come up and pull a gun on two police officers in their car? You get shot. And that's what happened. The police officers are fine. The suspect is dead. And he tried to carjack the popo. Yeah, Louisville, you Louisville gangsters aren't so smart, man. That's not even in the ballpark of smart. That's like beyond stupid. Like, you carjack people sitting in their car, they may pull a gun out and shoot you. Guess who we all know have guns? The police. The police have guns and will use them. And boy, if they can light you up for just being stupid like that, it is going to be a good day at the office for them. Imagine sitting there and you're like, is this fool going to come up and try to freaking get us? Is, he, is this guy, has he got a gun? You know they already had their guns out when they saw him approaching the vehicle. Because he probably had a gun or that he was acting weird or they're like, this is our guy. We're going to get him. He's already wanted for a shooting. And you're like, I think this is our dude. This guy right here is one. And he's coming up on us. Get ready. And then they had their guns out of their holsters sitting there. And the second he walked up and pulled his gun out, they just blasted him. Blah, blah. Yeah. 501, moron zero. That's how that fight went down. Yeah, don't, don't carjack the popo. Little, little pro tip. Up next, I got a study that should have never been a study, and we're going to talk about this because it's kind of disgusting. It's the Big 49. Big 49, it is a stretch show, and this is very sad but true. I'm going to tell you a study now that you're going to have to ask yourself, why is this a study? I knew that. My five-year-old probably knew that. Let me ask you this question. Is it healthy to drink urine? Any urine. I know there's a dumbass uh, MMA fighters were doing a thing where they would train and drink their own effing urine, and they'd be like, it's it's good for you. The first one's got a lot of vitamins and minerals in it. Yeah, no, that's not true. That's not true. Don't drink urine. If, if urine was meant to be consumed, we wouldn't be pissing it out into the toilet. But this story isn't about human urine. Now, it's about drinking cow urine. You ever wanted to drink cow urine? Because I know I have not. According to the study, which, thank God, was not done in America. It was done in India. Fresh cow urine may contain harmful bacteria and is unsuitable for direct human consumption, a new study has found. Well, really? Because I was thinking about getting down under Betsy and sucking up a big old streaming hot piss. That's what I was thinking. What the F? Why'd you even do this? And then they go into, they studied the urine of... All these cows in this study, and they also did bulls and buffalo, and they found, by the way, if you were going to drink urine, you should drink the buffalo urine. It's way less uh, bacteria-ridden than the cow urine. So don't drink cow urine because it could get you really sick. It's got a lot of bacteria in it, up to 14 very dangerous bacteria in cow urine, and a lot less dangerous bacteria in bull urine and in buffalo urine. What the F? Here's an idea. Don't drink piss. We're not at that point yet. The water wells of the earth have not dried up. We still have water on this planet. We can still dig wells. We get it from snow runoff. There's no need to be drinking piss yet. And you know what? I'm damn sure not going to put a bucket under Betsy unless it's to collect some milk. And I'm not even really thinking I'm drinking milk so much anymore. Let alone a big old heaping bucket of piss. 
I don't need to drink piss. And you could probably drink piss if you ran it through 37 filters and boiled it and sterilized it and did all that. But they're not doing that. They're talking about drinking cow piss. What the hell is wrong with people in India that they're drinking cow piss? I don't want to go to a country that smells like ass and they drink cow piss. And India smells like ass. Especially in most parts of it. I, you heard me, India. You want to you wanna fight? Come and get me. My name's Moto Man. Stand by every word that I said. My name's Moto Man and Kyle. My middle name is Ann and my last name's Kyle. I'm a crazy two-headed monster. I'll fight you, India. I'll take on all billion of you. You piss-drinking freaks. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, don't let the rest of the world know. When you make a study that's this stupid, don't let anyone know that you guys are piss drinkers or that you're even thinking about drinking piss. Because even if you don't drink piss, now we think you're a bunch of piss-breath, stinky, freaking Indians is what we think. So, India's got some explaining to do and why they're testing pee for human consumption. And is it like a thing where people like getting high? Was it like the new college craze? Drop a bucket under old Betsy and then chug up a big old piss bucket? I need to know these things. This is ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Fresh cow urine may contain harmful bacteria and is unsuitable for direct human consumption. Oh, no crap. How about if I just eat a big old chunky cow turd that she drops on the ground? You know, she's a vegan. She eats only a natural grass. That should be good, right? I could eat a big old turd sandwich. That'd be delicious. What the F is wrong with you, India Indians? My lord. All right. I gotta, you know what? I'm going to break out now because I'm disturbed. And I'm going to play the Jet Lawrence interview from yesterday if you missed that. And then when I come back, I'll give you a little update on the UFO. It, The UFO story got politicized today, too, but I'll still give it to you. This is the Big 4 9. Big, 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 the Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. And finally, the Pro Circuit Kawasaki team got some good news. Seth Hamaker is expected to make his return at Redbud. He says he is back on the bike and he is stoked. The wrist is feeling good. The team's been getting everything dialed in. And he says if everything goes to plan, he will make his return to racing not this weekend, but next weekend at Red Bud. And that is really good news for that Pro Circuit Kawasaki team, which has been needing some really good news. So congratulations to those guys. Can't wait to see Hamaker back out on the track. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49. Let's get into the state of America as we address the UFO story and the completely partisan politics of the media and everything else i saw this article and basically someone smart it's from newsweek they found out uh, a senator on the congressional committee about the ufo investigations and it's uh, josh hawley who happens to be a republican out of missouri and so they sat down and said hey Tell us what you know about this whistleblower and this guy, and that's the biggest news story out there right now, especially in UFO world. Uh, Grush, the 36-year-old Air Force veteran and former uh, Pentagon employee who worked on the Aero uh, Committee at Pentagon, is blown the whistle and said, we've got alien spaceships that we've recovered and all kinds of stuff, and we've been lying to the American people for years. So, great job by Newsweek getting an... Uh, a person who's on the congressional committee, which is Missouri Republican Josh Hawley, 
who, by the way, is a very polarizing figure in politics, but mostly because he's right-wing, and they talked to him, and his comments were just, I will tell you that the reports that I've read about the UF whistleblower are pretty close to information that we received in a briefing after the United States shot down a spy balloon and other unidentified flying objects this past winter. So he's saying the stuff they're hearing from the whistleblower is similar to stuff they heard from, I'm guessing, other whistleblowers, or was it this guy or whatever, when they had a congressional hearing after, remember, we were shooting down the weather balloons, the Chinese weather balloons, <laughs> when we were doing that, and then we shot down three in a, in, a, in a short time, and the whole time was weird, and then you never heard about any of those again. And we, we uh, theorized that most people thought they were balloons that hobbyists were flying. These They fly these balloons around the world, and they were probably those, and we shot them down. But no one ever proved it, no one ever found anything, and we never heard anything other than we recovered the stuff from the Chinese uh, spy balloon, and we did shoot that down, but we knew what that was before we shot it down. It was just our president decided to make sure it was able to gather all of the intelligence it needed first over American soil before we shot it down as it left America and headed out over the ocean. So here we are, and this guy, Josh Hawley, and that's pretty much all he said. He's, he goes in, and the article stops there. That, that's all he's got, is that this was pretty close to the briefing that we got about that time, so he's very interested and is looking forward to more information. So uh, the, the article doesn't bash him, but, man, I looked at the comments, and the comments were just psychotic about now nah, I can't believe anything about UFOs if this idiot liar this guy lies more than he tells the truth and they just went in on this guy and just bashed the entire UFO um, freaking you know blowing it open the, the freaking truth embargo and, and us getting to everyone knowing what's really going on now people are kiboshing it which I think is part of it I think if you politicize it they know that's the most divisive topic in America is politics and if you can politicize the UFO topic one way or another you can get half the country to absolutely tune out think about it pretty smart move and Newsweek is not a small-time publication that's a big publication and the fact that they went to this guy who was very polarizing they may as well have went and asked Donald Trump what he thought because that would have really shut down the half the country so I see what you're doing. I got my eye on you, and I don't trust any of you in the government, and I don't trust any of you bastards in the media, and I don't trust anybody talking about UFOs. I want to see the evidence, and I want to know what's going on, and I want to get to the bottom of this. And I want the government to stop lying to us, the left and the right, and the media to stop lying to us, the left and the right. The hell, it's not that much to ask for. All right. Coming up next, uh, I will get into a great what the Florida story of a lady that got stopped, a uh, little traffic stop on her bicycle. Kind of a chicken crap uh, ticket, I would say. She was riding her bicycle at night with no lights, so they stopped her. That's BS. I'm on a bicycle. F you. It's got reflectors. Eat a bull and D's nuts. I'd be mad if a cop pulled me over on a bicycle for no light. But she got pulled over, and then the fun began because it was Florida. It's the big 4 9. Big, 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 the big 49 moto minute brought to you by LBZ.
taking a look at the 450 championship points. This will show you how crazy it is. Jet Lawrence, who has won every moto and every overall so far this season, has a 49-point lead over second place, and that would be Dylan Ferrandez. Cooper Webb is at third, right on Ferrandez's heels. Aaron Plessinger is in fourth, and Adam C. and Cirillo is in fifth place. So that all looks right. Those are the big factory guys that are riding. Everything seems, you know, right on point. But think about this. Chase Sexton's missed a couple races. He was number two at the start of the season. He's now fallen all the way to 15. And to show you how crazy one race is in this scheme of things in the points for the championship, Ken Roxon makes his debut at number 17 on the list after only racing one round of the pro motocross season. He's all the way at number 17 with 36 points. I'm Stretch, another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49, it is a Stretch Show on a Tuesday. Thank you for being here. Shout out to Kenny Roxon for talking to us. If you missed our interview with uh, Kenny, it will come up about uh, 11.05 Pacific time later on this morning. We will replay that. We always run the interviews first thing in the show in the uh, 7 a.m. hour Pacific time, and then we rerun them in the 11 a.m. Pacific time hour. Show starts at 3 a.m. Pacific time. And, and the interviews run there, too, but I never promote that because it gets hella confusing. So I just promote the 7 a.m. till noon that are the one time you hear the show in its entirety in the entire day. 7 a.m. till noon Pacific time. And the Stretch Show podcast everywhere podcasts are served. It should be on iTunes now, but I got to tell you, I have no idea. iTunes is the most difficult pain in the ass to deal with, period. Anything Apple is just... There's 37 extra steps, and then it's not up there, and I can't find it, and I'm paying to have it up there, and I don't think it's there. So I got issues with iTunes and Apple in general. All right, let's get into this fun little story coming out of Florida. We got a lady. You know what she was doing? She's in Clearwater, Florida. She's out for a nice bike ride. 43-year-old Lindsay Roadwald. She was riding her bike at night. Just having a good time, working up a sweat, just pedaling her ass off. When all of a sudden, 5-0 rolls up behind her, just whip, whip, sound of the beast. Yep, they pulled her over. You're like, what the hell? She's like, how can I help you, officers? And they're like, well, we pulled you over, uh, Miss uh, Roadwell, because, well, uh, you don't have a light on your bike. And she's like, oh, I'm just not riding. Well, I don't know why, why, why you're stopping me. I didn't know I didn't have a bike. I didn't know I had to have a light on my bike. I'm just riding. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's in your backpack? Do you mind if we take a look? Because apparently the way she was acting, the 5-0 smelled tweaker. And we're in Florida, so that hedges the bet to 60-40 that she's a tweaker. You're, riding a bi- you're an adult riding a bicycle? Highly possible you're a tweaker. I know that from my days of being a, a, a on-campus security guard, too, at a university. I see a grown-ass individual late at night riding a bicycle? Tweaker or thief, and I know it. So I'm gonna follow you and see what you do. And then light you up when I get a chance and got a reason to stop you, and then I'm gonna stop you and I'm gonna check your, your ID and your credentials to make sure you belong here. 5 O's doing everything on par that they should be doing at this point. And so they get her bag and she gives them permission. And guess what they find in there? A substance later to be known as methamphetamine inside of a glass pipe with residue on it. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am, 
Uh, we're going to do a little field test on this uh, substance, but uh, this looks like a meth pipe. Are you smoking meth? And she said, well, just so you know, I smoked meth a few days ago. And they're like, really? Because that's illegal. By the way, here's what's great. That works if you're drunk. If the cops will you ever say, you've been drinking? Well, I was drunk on Saturday night, but it's Tuesday now. So no, I, I have not been drinking. Not tonight. That'll work. But when you say, yeah, I was doing meth three or four days ago. I'm totally sober now. But well, why you ask? Well, because you got meth in your bag and it's illegal. And we're in Florida and you're a 43-year-old lady riding a bicycle. And then they hear this <laughs> craziness. And they're like, what the hell? And there's a raccoon in her bag. In there with her meth pipe and her meth, the tweaker had a raccoon in her bag. They say, by the way, this is the worst part. It was only a week old. It was a little baby raccoon. So this tweaker went out and climbed a tree all high and something and, and stole a baby raccoon from its mom and put it in a bag. Makes me wonder where the hell the mom was. Sad, this uh, raccoon is now away from its mom. And the police took it and gave it to animal control. And they put it in a sanctuary where they will raise it and then release it back into the wild. But this lady had a raccoon. Not only is she tweaking like tweaker's going to tweak. You know, her teeth are falling out and she was a fun train wreck riding her bicycle around the middle of the night at 43 years old. Warning, warning. If you're 43 years old and you're riding a bicycle around at, at night, you're a tweaker or a drunk or a tweaker stoner drunk. Or a thief. I'm telling you, I will stand by that. That is a tried and true tested uh, accusation I got there. And it, it's, it's accurate. So, she was a tweaker. But I bet you they did not expect to find a live raccoon in that bag when they kept... What else is down? What's this? What's this? Why did it just bite me? What's in your bag, ma'am? Oh, it's a raccoon I found. Yeah, all right. So, this crazy tweaker had meth and a pipe in a bag with a raccoon in it. She's just riding around all high. I love Florida. Florida is a gift that keeps on giving. Thank you, Florida. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, for giving us a wonderful, effed-up state that we can talk about and make fun of and point and laugh at. I like what you've done there. I- I'm not knocking you. You're my dude. I know you're the dude that I'm going to end up voting for. Yeah, that's the guy. I can tell you right now. But your state's got crazy people in it. Like, you're all full of crazy. You should probably deport some crazy people like the Georgia. Georgia sucks. I'm just saying, Georgia. I'm from Alabama. You steal all of our football coaches and try to steal all of our football players. Can't win a national championship without being the little roll tide. Oh, Georgia, I hate you so much. I really do. Anyway, I'm stretch. Time to get up out of here. Coming up in the final hour, going to be Mr. Kenny Roxon. Great interview with the HEP Suzuki star. And we'll do that in just a few minutes right here on the 4-9. Big four nine. It is a stretch show on a Tuesday, packing it up and getting the F on up out of here because it's a lunchtime. Even though I'm not going to lie to you guys, the fat man is probably not going to have a great lunch today. I think I'm going to have a salad. Yeah. So you got to do, you got the diabetes, don't want to lose a foot, don't want to get your toes chopped off. You better eat a salad every now and then, mix it up. I'm having a salad today, which means I'm going to be more irritable and more ornery than ever, which means the Wednesday show could be pretty good next level entertainment fat irritable cranky stretch eat a salad for lunch what could go wrong everything that's what could go wrong 
I'm going to be fired up. Uh, also excited about tomorrow's moto interview. Adam C. and Cirillo, a dude that we really like. Good seeing Adam on the podium. Not only did he get on the podium in the Supercross season, now he's got on the podium in the motocross season. And it's cool to see because Adam has really been, you know, working hard to get back to uh, his old form. And he's slowly but surely getting there. So it's fun to see. And we like Adam a lot. Very, very cool. And then after that, we're going to shut down moto interviews this week. You know what I'm going to do? I promise you. I'm going to dig up an old Eli Tomac interview on Thursday. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm going to have an interview with Eli Tomac on Thursday. It'll be old, but I miss Eli Tomac. I miss the hell out of that guy. That guy's just, there's nothing to not like about Eli Tomac. Granted, not the greatest interview in the world. It's like interviewing Tom Brady. He's never going to give you anything. Never. You make you crack a joke or you try to get an angle on him. Nothing. Sometimes I get him to chuckle, but for the most part, he just looks at me like I'm an idiot. And, and he has no idea he's talked to me 900 times. But it was also online all the time. I never sat down with Eli one-on-one. But I love that dude and miss that dude, and I think the sport is is feeling it with him being out this summer. And I hope he comes back at least for the Super Motocross season, if not for an entire season of everything next year, so we get one more round with that guy. And I don't want to see him get hurt, obviously, but... Man, sport really misses them already. He's not even gone. All right, I'm going to get out of here right now. I am getting ready for the hump day hoedown after my salad today. I'll dial that in, and I'll bring it to you tomorrow morning. Until then, God bless you all. God bless the United States of America. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>